listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. I am your host, Topazu. And right now, you're listening to a new EP. Uh, this is from Sleeper Cell. And uh, this EP is called Quality of Life. It is uh, out on Lover's Rock uh, label. And uh, Sleeper Cell is actually a new project between... Uh, longtime collaborators and uh, actually longtime friends. Um, Daniel Martin McCormick, you may know him as ITIL, also a label, he- label uh, head of Lover's Rock, and uh, also a collaboration between him and uh, San Francisco's very own Earth and Sea, who is Jacob Long. Um, Quality of Life uh, was just released this week. I think it was released on Tuesday. And it is just devastatingly beautiful. I think it perfectly captures the intended theme. It, uh, it seems to capture feelings of anguish, uh, frustration, uh, that we are all feeling due to kind of what's happening a lot in the news right now. Uh, right now, currently, Sandra Bland, of course. And uh, it was recorded on a sort of a very bitterly cold winter in Brooklyn and during the aftermath of uh, Eric Garner. And uh, in an interview with uh, Daniel Martin McCormick uh, with Juno Plus, he said, Many of our discussions about the overall sense of anguish in America directly influences our tracks but in the end came through more as subtext. Even though the music isn't overtly protest music, uh, it's not uh, overtly political, we feel these ideas were still important to us, so the band was like a sleeper cell. As America sleepwalks through this ongoing nightmare, we're absorbing and processing everything that's happening. Whether these ideas are readily apparent on the surface or not, they are embedded in the music. So, uh, Quality of Life is definitely highly, highly, highly recommended by me, uh, Infinite Beat. And uh, you can order a copy of it on Juno Records. It is sublime. And uh, let's just move on to something more uplifting. (laughs) Uh, I have not just one, but I have two guests uh, here with me in the studio. I have uh, Smack and Un Um from Galaxy Radio. Hi, guys. Woo! Howdy. Infinite beat. <laughs> really amped to be here. Oh, cool, cool. Really amped to share some, like, real choice cuts that we've, or at least I've been kind of squirreling away that I haven't necessarily gotten to play on Galaxy Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, some slower stuff, some darker stuff. So I'm excited about that. Great, great. Awesome, awesome. Some of my own stuff, too. Three new songs. Yes, yes. We have... Uh, some exclusive debuts. Gal- debuts. Yeah. <laughs> so, a uh, little bit about Galaxy. We're a uh, Italo. What would you kind of describe it? Italo dance music. I think house. that yeah, Italo disco is kind of the focus of the. Most of the music is kind of in that theme, but. Johan, for example, plays a lot of kind of boogie music and other kind of um, early 80s, primarily or at least influenced uh, synthetic music. It's a little bit brighter and more colorful than all of the nights going on. I mean, in some ways, it's kind of an, it's very un-techno night. Uh, it's a little less serious. It's a little sillier. It's fun. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. It's free. 
It's and it's free. Yeah, we play at the knockout every other uh, month. It's the is it the fourth fourth, fourth Saturday? Saturday? I should probably know this. I'm <laughs> responsible for the night, right. uh, but it's going to be going on tonight. If you are wearing your dancing shoes or warming them up, head over to the knockout tonight around nine to ten. Mm-hmm. We will go till two until they kick us out. <laughs> and is there anything special that you guys have in store mm-hmm. for tonight? I, I also brought a little bit more of uh, my darker music that I'll probably also carry into tonight. Um, I did bring a song that's a little, it's called, it's a D card song. I, so I'm sitting here wearing my Clone Records t-shirt. I noticed. And I don't buy records from there very often because having things shipped from the Netherlands is incredibly, oh, I know. it's criminally expensive. Um, but I did bite the bullet and really went hog wild to Clone Records, mostly with a lot of electro, but really a lot of Atala. And so I brought some of that here in the studio today, and I'm definitely going to play a lot of it tonight. Okay, cool. And it seems like there's a sort of another wave of interest in Italo music. Like uh, Dark Entries is really seeing a lot of really hard to find. Um, Italo singles. I feel like there there just seems to be like a growing resurgence of it. Like, what do you guys think that is? It's kind of funny. I like back. I'm gonna really date myself. I was like playing <laughs> playing like silly, stupid music. I nights. think we've all dated ourselves. Okay. Well, I used to DJ the Beauty Bar in 2006 when oh, it was wow. even more of a meat market. And I had a monthly party, and I would play a bunch of stuff. But I would like slip in like a tallow. And, like, there were some people... This is the crazy thing about a tallow, is that you're either... You're like, what's this? And it's, like, a not positive what's this, or it's a, what's this? I have to... Like, you're either, like, extremely fanatical about it, or it just doesn't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, a lot of these, like... I would call them, like, churchgoers who, like, come to Galaxy Radio. They, like, they habitually, like, you know, show up, and we all, like, have our, like, a tallow church. And it's really a lot of fun. Um... I would say that there is like a resurgence. Dark Entries has been re-releasing a lot of choice stuff. Um, there's a lot of people who are like digging more for it. I mean, you just look at discogs and prices, and it's pro- like you're just like, I can't believe these prices. But I think on that note too, there's for for some reason a resurgence in re-releases. You know, and Dark Entries mm-hmm. is part of that. Um, but there are a couple other labels um, whose names I should probably know off the top of my head that I don't. Um, Mothball Records. There's like a Bordello something and other like Disco Classico and stuff like that. Um, And I don't know why all of a sudden they're releasing them, possibly in response to some of these astronomical Discog prices. Um, But for whatever reason, it's a really a great time to be an Italo Disco fan because a lot of things that were, for example, out of my price range are now things that I I can afford to thanks to these re-releases. I also think that, didn't the Daft Punk record have Georgia Marauder on it and, yeah. and that may or may not like be part of it but you know when I did hear that of course you kind of roll your eyes a little bit but I was also quite thankful that Italo might actually get some of the exposure that it deserves because it's really not very popular even the other music nerds um, aren't quite as familiar with uh, its kind of universe of records mm-hmm. which is also an interesting thing too because I've really been fanatically listening to Italo Disco for quite a while and every now and then I'm like, okay, like I've, I've pretty much heard every good Atala record. <laughs> and then like a record comes on that it just like blows me away and is my favorite song for you know like two weeks straight and it's all I listen to, mm-hmm. uh, and it keeps happening. So there really is a lot of good music. And you know when we first started doing Galaxy Radio, 
I was a little bit, uh, I don't know if I can play, you know, like four, is there really four hours of Teledisco you can play every month? Like probably not, right? Yeah. But that's not true at all, actually. There's like way, way, way more good at Teledisco uh, than I even thought was out there. Mm -hmm. it, it goes pretty deep. <laughs> yeah, it's an it's really an incredible genre, you know, this kind of like pop music that was that was never popular at all, you know, but that's what it was for. And that's why it has some of these kind of uh, uplifting uh, kind of harmonies and disco sounding uh, backup vocals and things like that. But mm -hmm. it, it was never popular and it probably never will be. Yeah. One of the interesting things is I don't know if this is actually true, but this is the lore that I believe. And that was told to me about Italo. And this is the lore that I heard is that. Basically, there was this tax embargo on, a ta on American disco records in Italy. I've heard this too. Okay, so it's, I'm not alone it's, in this. Therefore, it's true. Therefore, it's true. Two people, and it was on the internet. It's true. Two members of Galaxy Radio have confirmed. <laughs> Through extensive research. So there was this tax. So basically, you know, records were prohibitively expensive, and it basically was this method for the Italian government to, like, boost up sales of their own records and so they kind of took what they thought was like american disco and permutated it through their like kind of own filters and own culture and what's really hilarious about this is that you get all these like american sounding like motifs but they you listen to their like lyrics and they make no yeah. sense yeah. like not a bit of it many not many of these european producers yeah speak maybe five words of english in all five of those words are in those tell mm -hmm. oh, yeah. In no particular order, you know, it's just th many of them don't make any, any sense at all. Right. If you're a mathematician, you can work out the combinatronics on that to see how many records they could make from those five <laughs> words. <laughs> just reordering them. Exactly. But it kind of, in that way, also adds to some of the lightheartedness of a Taladisco kind of as a genre because it's almost hard to take it seriously when you have these people singing these like ter terrible accents uh, about things that don't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My favorite is Gabe Cat Park. Yes. Makes no sense. Like, what? Like, I can, some of them, like, you know, The Flood and Ho Di Ho, Ho, like, you can, like, there's whole YouTube threads where, like, people are, like, trying to decipher what it is. It's really hilarious. Yeah. But uh, I brought the first record that I ever, like, that got me into Italo. I was, like, searching on Juno. Which record was that? Uh, Silver Pizzoli, uh, oh. Around My Dream. Mm -hmm. It's, like, really... Because that's kind of the cool thing, is that, like, a lot of us, especially, like, me and you, we listen to, like, darker stuff, like, more serious stuff. And then, like, uh, Galaxy Radio is our, like, opportunity to play these, like, really just, like, punchy, fun, like, emotional, like, positively emotional things. And there is, like, a fair bit of, like, cheese that you kind of, like, if you're, like, coming from this, like, super, like, serious, like, you know, minimal techno kind of background, like, industrial background, you're like, what the, you know, what the heck is this? Is um, it sort of, like, your way of escaping the, the normal things that you listen to? I don't know. Is that what Italo does for people? Because, see, my, my taste is, like, really all over the place these days. I listen to, like, Italo. I listen to, like, a lot of, like, industrial stuff. I listen to a lot of, like, funk. Uh, and just like kind of electronic music and kind of what's going on in Oakland right now. So I don't know. Like it's it's not like a relief valve. It's just this like kind of like really quirky odd thing. Yeah, and I I also just really just kind of enjoy that sound a lot. Arpeggios and um, some. I mean, some of this music also is being made when people actually knew how to play instruments 
and some of that is reflected in the songs. Like some of it, you know, the keyboard can be a little more sophisticated mm-hmm. uh, in the song structure and, and some of those things. Um, but I also really enjoy a lot of this. I never really know what to call it, but you know, the cold wave or the minimal synth stuff, mm-hmm. which in a lot of ways is working with the same kind of palette that a teledisco is. These kind of analog synthesizers and early drum machines. But they're, uh, they have a very different aesthetic. But because I still like that sound so much, I still kind of uh, listen to a lot of it and collect some of those records. But I don't always have very many opportunities to play those. Um, and I'm not, and I love playing that music. You know, and you know, Holly and I, you know, we did that, uh, the goth prom party, which is like one so of like fun. the most like fun DJ nights I ever, ever had. I'm, but I'm a total like goth fraud, dude. It's like, it's not me at all. I just love the music. I don't, I think, I think we're all. I always talk to friends that have grown up as goths, and, you know, I think everyone's a little goth on the inside, you know? Um, I think they're all sort of relevant in so many ways. Like, we're, we're, it's just inside. So you go to goth prom, and you can just express that. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. want to do one and again, you, actually. Yeah, and if you want to dance, you know, it's like, it's a lot of, a lot of it is good dance music, too, you know? A lot yeah. of it is, is more purely listening music, but a lot of it can, you know, can really can make you uh, dance while you're sad. Yeah. Do you want to do another goth night? I absolutely want to do goth prom. Should we sign a contract today in the studio? We could. All right. Uh, Chaos still reigns. Uh, that nice. was an inside joke. I that we still, had. I still have that. Yeah. On the do you DC. really? Yeah. Awesome. Right. I think it just, it's just on a different uh, pad. I, mm-hmm. And uh, you guys also incorporate um, sort of sound effects and uh, sort of uh, like. Like there's other elements to Galaxy Radio than just DJing. Yeah, well, kind of as the name implies, uh, it is very loosely modeled on a radio show. Yeah. Which is also weird being on a real radio show right now. <laughs> uh, but we have little jingles. Um, Lauren Steele, for example, who makes a lot of really great, mostly kind of house music in yeah, the Bay he's really Area. Talented. He's very talented. Um, a long time ago, though, he made some. A good handful. Oh, there must be like six or seven of these little jingles, and they're really short. You know, they're like uh, 15 seconds long or so. And sometimes, you know, we have them on an, on an MPC, and along with some other kind of, you know, Galaxy Radio kind of deep vo- vocal samples and things like that. And we have the MPC up there with, you know, with our mixer and can kind of play those things. And uh, sometimes it can be nice to use the jingle. And you play it off the MPC, and then it'll do its thing for about 15 seconds, and then you can play a completely different tempo of music, which as a DJ can be hard, especially when you're listening to very discerning, like techno crowd ears who like expect perfect blends and mixes and things like that, um, which can be very. Italo disco is a very, very hard music uh, genre of music to, to DJ. Um, it's not really DJ friendly in the same way, um, and these jingles not only make it a little bit more like a radio show, but um, you know, it makes my job a little easier sometimes too. <laughs> I have to admit something that the first time I guessed it. So the, my history with Galaxy Radio is I uh, was introduced to Galaxy. I took so I was like doing all this like nonsense DJing, and then I like was like, "This is it. I'm done DJing. I'm just going to work on music now." And then I got reintroduced to Galaxy Radio, and I was like, "I love, I love Italo. I really should guess for you guys." And they're like, "We would love to have you on." And then, like, a couple months months went by, and I decided to go full-time into Galaxy. And the first time that I jumped on to DJ, talking about, like, non-traditional DJing things incorporated, I, like, <laughs> I cut up the intro to Dune and, like, <laughs> interspliced, like, you know, uh, instead of spice, 
things, you know. Right. I inserted like a tallow and stuff like that into it. So it's like this perfectly blended thing. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect because I DJ under the name Anam, it means a man. And the whole intro to Dune is, you know, there's this man who will come, you know, it's this like savior story. Uh, and that was really hilarious. So, <laughs> yeah. That's my one, my one silly story. Yeah, but the. The NPC does kind of give us a little bit of uh, flexibility and does make it a little bit less like the traditional music night. Although in many ways, though, we're still kind of, especially once the night kind of hits full steam between, you know, 11 and 1, we're mm-hmm. mostly mostly playing records, and trying to get people to dance and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, uh, you've also brought a few of your own tracks. That I have. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we're actually going to have you play a track right after this Sleeper Cell track, or maybe the next one, actually, because um, this one's about to end. But, um, yeah, tell us about that. I have no idea what to call my music. Okay. I have no idea what genre. All I can say is that every single time I, like, play it for people, and this varies on the song, but the one feedback that I have gotten is I start I start making music, like, the day after I play a Galaxy Radio party and everything is like comes out like really cold and dark but always has this like kind of like warped Italo bass to it which to me makes sense and may not make any sense when you listen to it but like the feedback that I've gotten from people is like wow your music makes me want to take heroin and wander in the desert and I'm like I don't know if that's a good thing that also sounds very specific yeah right like what like thanks, thanks, I can't hashtag more. that you know like heroin desert music hashtag or, heroin hashtag hashtag desert, desert wave you know <laughs> Darude or some stupid thing like that yeah. no yeah, yeah. so uh, we're gonna play that track right after we'll play a little bit of the next track uh, from Sleeper Cell which is actually called Sleeper Cell and um We'll play, and it's just under your name. I don't know. It's I, I'm releasing stuff under. Uh, it's called Broken Cross. Mm-hmm. It's called. Uh, it's basically a Polish L. It's like an L with a cross. So if you like, were like rip down a cross, it would kind of look like that. I have like a little Wikipedia page. It's like a, the symbol, like Prince or something. I guess so. I don't know. It says the Polish me. L is used to distinguish historical dark L from clear L. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Speaking of Polish things, our, our guest tonight is our very own and favorite Polish man. Yes. Like, literally. DJ Greg from the Internet Dog Spotting. Yeah, very famous. <laughs> uh, for his dog spotting. <laughs> his dog spotting activities. <laughs> his dog spotting activities. He does love animals. I, I very much so. Yes. Um, so we're going to play that track, and then right after that, I'm going to have you guys take over the show for the next hour and a half. Cool. Thank, yeah, thank you for coming. Thank you. Yeah.
dur et facile Son cœur battait lentement La voix chantait doucement
that set was by Unom. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, a lot of good stuff in there. Stuff that I wouldn't normally play, like uh, Mathematics Monern. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like 150 BPM, and you can't really like throw that in a Galaxy Radio. Galaxy Radio is like more like 120 to like 130. Though Sean likes to play a lot of slower stuff, which is tight. I like that. There's also not really a lot of venues where you can actually get away with playing 150. It's, uh, it's a furious pace for a lot of dancers and a lot of folk, even bar folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like, it kind of has just like a lot of punky vibes in that one. Yeah. And that last track, too, is, uh, we were just talking about him, uh, Richard H. Kirk, actually from Cabaret Voltaire. Amazing track. I yeah. love that. It's one of those ones, the first time you hear it, just like infects your brain. You're like blind, leaving the blind. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, th- th- thank you for that awesome set. That was really, really wonderful. And, uh, we also forgot to talk about another project that Smack is very famous for, uh, which is Hosteria. Yeah, we have another Hosteria coming up on August 22nd. It's a Saturday. We're going to do it at Underground SF. And we have a very, very special guest this time. Should be the Bay Area's own Bobby Browser. Yeah, Bobby B. He's coming Bobby home. Bobby B. Yeah, to Hosteria. Coming back to the nest. And is it a <laughs> is it a live set or is it a DJ set? It is actually a very special live set. Um, he was telling me that he hasn't been doing a whole lot of live sets. Been kind of focusing on uh, club spinning, mm-hmm. as he calls it. But he's going to be doing uh, a live set for us. Uh, so it'll be the, I guess, the old school traditional hosteria format where, you know, we have the four DJs playing our kind of favorite Chicago house and early 90s kind of house and rave. I don't know what you call that music even. And then we'll have, uh, you know, our, our DIY kind of, you know, unconventional live set uh, with, uh, with Bobby Browser, who's been a guest for us several times over the years. And we really, really enjoy his music. And we miss him a lot, so we're, uh, we're very excited to, to bring him back to the Bay Area. Wonderful. And uh, that is, once again, what day is that? That's August 22nd. It's a Saturday, and it's at Underground SF in the Lower Haight. Yes. And uh, we are also playing one more track from Unom. And, uh, yeah, tell us about this track. What to say about this track? I lost a laptop. It was stolen out of my car, and I Gosh. had this song on it. It was called Slow Suicide. And I was like, no, this is like one track that I really, really loved. And I didn't have it backed up because I was like paranoid about like the NSA and stuff. And <laughs> I was like, they're going to get my music. But uh, so I made it. I love this track so much that I was like, I'm going to remake this track mm-hmm. and make it even better than it was before. And this whole crazy story where like my laptop got like fenced down to like Palo Alto. And like one day I got this phone call and it was like, this is Officer Pineda of the Palo Alto Police Department. We have your laptop. But the song was gone, so I had to still remake it. And this is that process. Um, it's the most recent track that I finished, and I'm very happy about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, awesome. I don't know what else to say to it than just to listen. It's a, it's a, a remake of a lost track. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a Phoenix track. It's like Risen from the Ashes. <laughs> All right, and then uh, after we play his track, we're going to have a DJ set by Smack. Uh, 
Is there anything specific that you have in store in this particular set? You know, not necessarily. I was kind of, um, we were kind of talking uh, off mic that I usually like to play music that is based on what other people are doing. So I usually listen to what other people before me are playing, and then I kind of vibe off that. Mm -hmm. So I brought uh, a bunch of music. Not all of it goes together, but, you know, I think that having just heard what we heard now, um, I have a better idea of what I'm going to play. So I'll probably play some older stuff, a little darker stuff. And, uh, you know, keep it fun, too. All right. And uh, so we are going to play one more track from Unal. Slow Suicide. Slow Suicide. And then uh, a DJ set by Smack uh, right after. Thanks, guys. Our pleasure.